welcome to New Mommy Revelations, a podcast by New Mommy Life. And so today's topic is about mom guilt. And the title is Mom Guilt, How to Deal So You Can Heal. And so my personal story with mom guilt all began back in around 2015, 2016 when I gave birth. In 2015, I gave birth. Um, and then I started and became the founder of the new mommy life channel, YouTube channel and brand and just full transparency, guilt was setting in that very first year, year and a half, two years, because I was so caught up in comparison. I was so caught up in all the pretty pictures, all the visuals, all the aesthetic beauty vibes of like all the influencers in different niches however of course me being in the mommy space I was more like in that sector and I was just in a constant hamster wheel of like I have to create I have to produce I need to perform I gotta get these videos filmed I gotta get this you know these videos edited I gotta get this blog post written like I have to just create I have to do I was just like in go mode 24 7 and it, it took its toll on me. Like it took a toll on, on kind, you know, our daughter, it took a toll on our relationship. You know, I just was like between her father and I, it was just so much that was just like at an intersection of chaos. I felt like if you could look at like, like a, a street map and there's like an intersection of two streets, like I'm in the middle of it, like in complete chaos. And it was like everything that was driving down those two streets was adding to the chaos. <laughs> and the sad part about it is, well, it was funny, like looking back at it in hindsight, but the sad part was I was the one that was willingly offering and accepting the chaos. Like I was creating it, accepting it and thinking it was normal all because I was chasing this ever elusive idea of like production and, you know, production value and I have to create and I have to like show up and perform. Um, and I know now looking back at it, a lot of that I have to really give myself grace and compassion because a lot of it really just flat out wasn't my fault. Um, I'm saying a lot to say is I was under so much pressure at the time to perform and to do all these things, which was a big contributor to, the, to my mom guilt that I felt at the time was because financially we were in a terrible place. Like, so I immediately just like went into survival mode and scarcity mode and like just like scrimping and scraping and freaking out over every single penny and thinking that the only way out of this was through production in terms of me producing, me doing something, me physically getting up and making something happen, um, which got me in that comparison game of like, I need to be able to, for, to perform at this level, therefore we need XYZ and that was just where my mind was. Um, I really just had to kind of go through a dark night of the soul one night because I had really spiraled out into just like an internal chaos. Like I don't even think anyone around me could really um, understand it because it was really more of an internal battle. But I remember sitting and um, being in our bedroom one evening and I was breastfeeding. And... I was missing out on one of the most precious times to bond with my beautiful baby. <laughs> I just birthed into the world months prior because I was sitting there thinking about content ideas. Yes, I was doing that. 
I was missing out on one of the most important times in her life and in my life that we would never get back because I was so caught up in production and producing. And YouTube, of course, was my was my love, and it still is to this day. Um, but that's what I was focusing on. So I'm planning in my mind how I could create some content out of something I think I might have worked on earlier, or whatever I had going on that day or that week. And I'm trying to figure out ways to map it out to make it more profitable. So I was like, I had a blog post I was working on and I was thinking of like, ooh, how can I add some more Amazon affiliate links? And how could I sell this new product I'm developing? And how do I did it? And like, I literally was sitting there thinking that. And it made me think about like how you know how people can be with you physically, but emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, like they're completely checked out. That's how I felt. And that's how I knew that I had hit rock bottom. Um, and then I spiraled out into a deep postpartum depression. Um, thank God for my therapist. I did seek therapy, professional therapy for about five months, five, almost six months, five months. Um, and thank God for her. She was an angel um, and is now literally, she is no longer living on the side of the realm. Um, but I am so grateful to God to have her to have had her in my life at that time um, because I didn't have the support around me at all when I think back at it and this is going to be the transparency part of the truth again because I'm like I didn't really have the best support system at the time around me I was literally doing everything by myself figuring it out by the seat of my pants um, and that was a big part of where this mom guilt came from because it was like not only am I feeling you know you know, and, and like the the primitive side of like being that nurturing, being that, you know, loving mom of like, gosh, I'm a failure because I'm so stressed out that my milk is drying up. So I'm not even able to feed my baby. That was like the biggest thing that was eating up at me. And then like financially, I'm a failure. And then now, oh, because now financially, um, I'm failing even more because now we have to go buy formula that we can't afford because my breast are not producing enough milk for her because I'm so stressed out because I'm so thinking about content all day because I'm thinking about money all day because I'm thinking about how I'm not keeping up and how I'm not good enough and I'm not you know pretty enough and I'm not you know I didn't bounce back fast enough and I didn't have um you know how I didn't how I didn't have this pretty gadget <laughs> like how all the other influencers have and I didn't get the the PR packages so I could do all these cool videos and I was just so caught up in that and I know a lot of it can seem like it was like a competitive thing, but it really wasn't a competitive thing. Like that's never really how I've been. I've always been very communal and very family oriented. For me, it was really more so about me understanding how business works and me understanding how the influencer landscape works. I mean, that's kind of like a new thing at the time. It really I think it's evolved into what it is today, but influencers and influencer marketing, influencer campaigns and stuff like that, that's always been a thing, obviously, because we have, you know, celebrities who endorse campaigns and we have endorsements and whatnot. However, for me, um, because I understand a lot of that at a high level, I knew that I had to build myself up first before I could even think about being a part of a community. So I know those channel management channel uh, YouTube channel manager aggregator thingies were kind of a big thing. I don't think they're like that prominent now um, or they've evolved differently now. Um, I knew that I really wasn't in a position to even submit myself to be, you know, potentially 
picked up because I knew I didn't have enough to offer. Also dealing with um, me thinking that, okay, let me pitch myself to a potential, um, you know, brand or a potential um, YouTuber that I think we could do some cool things, you know, together. They're not going to look at me over here with my little 100, 200 subscribers when they're, you know, in 200,000 or millions of subscribers. They're going to look at me like, who's this little girl? Who does she think she is? She's going to sit up here and like ride my coattails? I don't think so. I built this brand. I'm not going to just let some random Joe Schmo come on my channel. So I knew that I had to be a value add from the business perspective. So I definitely wasn't being naive about it. At the same time, I wasn't coming into it uh, from a competitive standpoint. It was really more just like me you know, being very business savvy, understanding like marketing and how things work and people getting an ROI and like what's a true value add in exchange. Like, you know, I just, I understand that. So that was part of it too, because, you know, I just have that business acumen about me that I've always had because I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. So I understand, you know, how that goes. And so it was just all of that jumbled into a bunch of just, like I said, a ball of just complete pure chaos. And as I'm talking right now, I'm probably going to listen back to this as I edit this episode. And I don't even know if I'm going to even understand myself to make sense because it was just such a crazy chaotic time that I don't even know. Well, I do know it was something about the grace of God that got, got me in kind out of that. Like it was just crazy. Um, how the, the amount of chaos that I was just in internally, um, that was just, you know, showing up externally because obviously internally, externally, like as above, so below, as within, so without. And so it's like, it's all interconnected. Um, but yeah, that was a big thing with mom get with me of like being in this, you know, mompreneur, small business owner slash, you know, influencer, literally a new mom just fresh off the birthing table a few months ago breastfeeding you know all the pressures and demands of just being an adult and I do remember like from the very onset of like when I first started YouTube my only goal was just to earn just to earn enough passive income from our Google AdSense account just to pay rent so I knew like okay we're living in Los Angeles this is not a cheap city is going to be at least $3,000 a month for the size of a space that we need as a growing family. Um, and also to be in a nice neighborhood that's access to, you know, things that, you know, we need. And um, that would just be conducive, you know, for us and for, for kind to grow and to flourish. And so, I mean, that was really all that I wanted to do. And so I remember just like working so hard for that. Like that was like my end all be all. Like I was up all night just like completely obsessed with that like obsessed with numbers obsessed with you know the metrics and the ROI and the data looking at the back end of things and trying to figure out how to do this and how to do that and how to tweak this and you know you got to like um you know tweak the thumbnails but don't make it too clickbaity but kind of you are still doing clickbait because it's all clickbait if you think about it and then like the title has to be right and like the keyword has to match and then you find out you can like download these cool softwares and you can go find out the people that you like and who they like and go look at their net, their tags and their numbers and their data and their keywords and copy them. And it was just such a cluster craze. Like, <laughs> just like, I feel like I could ramble and on and on and on about this. Like, I'll stop myself right now because I literally will go down a rabbit hole just talking about the craziness of what I was processing at the time. Um, 
And so, yeah, that's what I wanted to share. That's really where mom guilt came from for me. And I feel like a lot of moms also are kind of suffering in silence. Like, I don't really think like mom guilt really gets um, enough attention as it should in terms of ways to alleviate it. Um, I don't think a lot of stories are being shared um, enough. I think now more today than more than ever. However, I think a lot of um, moms are still, for the most part, kind of just like thugging it out, if you will. We're just like, well, this is what it is. Being a mom, this is what we got to do. Um, but I just don't believe that, you know, trying to sweep things under the rug is going to help. And so I just wanted to have this podcast episode as a conversation piece of nothing else, just to be able to be vulnerable and be like, look, I know it may look like it was pretty, although you look on the YouTube channel now. Um, none of it was really pretty if you look at it in terms of like comparing it to like obviously the major influencers in the space. Um, but even in that, like the level of like battle and fighting that I was going through behind the scenes internally with that, um, just to be able to produce that. So yeah, I mean, and then as I spoke about me spiraling down and going through a deep, you know, postpartum depression in the midst of all that behind the scenes, you know, that well, very few people knew really or cared to know I should say even to some aspect but again being truthful um that's when the healing started hello thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode I wanted to stop in here real briefly and invite you all to join the mama tribe if you do so you can do so by visiting us online at newmommylifetv.com or you may click the link below the video or the podcast here. It'll take you straight away over to that. Um, there we have our bi-weekly Mama Tribe newsletter where we share access to important topics that go over homeschooling or home educational resources, as well as for the new moms or the new mamas-to-be, how to create and experience an empowered and harmonious pregnancy, prenatal, and or postpartum plan plus community building and ways to be more loving towards yourself while on your mommyhood journey. And so if you haven't joined yet, we encourage you and welcome you in. And we look forward to connecting with all you mamas out there. And now we're back into our regularly scheduled program. The healing started when I said I tracked into therapy and I found my therapist, my the angel <laughs> that literally came to my life. Um, and so she really helped me navigate a lot of things that I just didn't even have the words to articulate, but she just could read my soul. Like she just could hear my heart, um, in a way that no one could. And so it was so beneficial for me and that's when the healing started. And so, um, I wanted to actually pivot here and start talking about that more because yeah, the chaos and the craziness, yeah, it's part of the story and it's part of, you know, kind of what I personally dealt with. Um, I think even moms who, you know, if you didn't go the influencer route, if you are a full-time working out of the home, if you work part-time out of your home, if you work full-time in your home, you work from home, if you have a home, you know, home-based job, or even if you are just a stay-at-home mom and you completely are just in the home and you take care of your home and manage your children and help your husband manage, you know, his schedule, that's, you know, enough in and of itself. So no matter what aspect of it, I think, all moms have dealt with guilt in some regard because there's always going to kind of be that tug of war, if you will, of like, should we or should we not be doing this? Is this really going to be the best uses of our time and our energy? And I know for me, um, three things that really kind of set the tone for how I'm going to, or how I have been and how I'm going to continue to manage 
um, any form of guilt that creeps in. And for one is listening to my heart and knowing that if things are well with my heart, it's going to be well with my soul. And I know that from that point, I'm making a good decision. And I just know that when I quiet the world out, when I'm not listening to other people's opinions and I'm not allowing other people to project their whatever thoughts about me or what they think I should or shouldn't do, I just completely drown all that out and I listen to my heart. Because I know like if I'm making the right decisions in terms of what's good with me, there will be no guilt because there will be no regret because there will be no looking back and thinking what if because I made the best decision that was well within me, within my heart, and within my soul. Because nobody can live my life and nobody can ultimately be on the other side of life. Like I'm going to take that journey by myself. So why would I let someone else, someone else's you know, influence take me off of my path of what I know is right for me because I listen to myself. Um, secondly, of how I've been able to heal and deal with the mom guilt is also just being able to just embrace a childlike nature. Like kind helps ground me. Like after this episode wraps, I'm literally going to go outside with her and we're going to go ground in the backyard and it's play and she got some new glittery toys and slime toys and some art supplies and we're going to practice ukulele. We have our lesson today and then I have a couple admin things to do and some client stuff to wrap up and then we're going to just chill. Today's Monday. It's a laid back day. It's afternoon and I'm recording this and we're going to just have a, have a chill day. Um, and so like the childlike nature within me had to be reactivated because again, who or how or why this all this mommy pressure came about i mean i understand like advertising agencies and like the, the bigger picture of money and yes we live in a capitalistic society however moms have been mommying <laughs> forever so who said that we had to have all these gadgets and gizmos like who said that you had to buy twenty thousand things for this little tiny little human that's just barely gotten to the world like who gave us all that pressure and i had to think about that too it's like why am I taking this so serious? Like life is not meant to be this this serious. Like, yes, there's things in life that are serious and important and should be a priority. However, why am I like so stressed out all the time over every little thing? Like that's really ridiculous. Like I really had to like shed myself of that. And so that's where kind comes in to help, like I said, ground me to get me back into my childlike nature of just wonder and discovery and fun. Um, because there is no room for guilt and shame in that because that's just not, it's just not even possible. So that was number two for me to help heal it and still heal to the, till this day. And then third is boundaries, but boundaries in. And when I say that in terms of like having boundaries within myself, so when I say something to myself, I have to be impeccable with my words. So for those of me that know me, I can disappear in the bathtub like no other. I think I was a mermaid in a past life, and I think I probably still am part mermaid. Um, side note, we went to go see the new Little Mermaid with Halle, Haley Bailey. I keep I keep wanting to say Halle Berry whenever I say her name, but I thought it was a compliment because I wouldn't mind being, you know, confused for, for Miss Beautiful Halle Berry if my name sounded like hers, so I'm just going to say that, but I'm going on a tangent now, now but um, Haley Bailey um so beautiful to I me mean, they're both beautiful gorgeous women so like no 
obviously that's a given. Um, but yeah, we went to go see The Little Mermaid the other day and it was fun. So I have a blog post coming up about that because that, that film was just, it was just amazing to see it come to life and to experience it in a different way. Um, but side note, again, tangent. As you'll probably catch on here, I might get off some little tangents here and there. I'll catch myself and get right back on track. Um, but yeah, my, the mermaid in me will come out and I will disappear into a bathtub. And that is where a lot of the healing work is done. And I quiet my mind so that my heart can be completely receiving all the spotlight, which goes back to point number one of me listening to my heart. And a lot of that has to do with my boundaries in and being impeccable with my word to myself. And so when it's my time to go away and it's my time for me, um, I make no apologies about it. And my phone is for the most part perpetually on D&D, especially when I know that I have inner work and things to do. Um, I don't allow anyone to infringe upon that because that's the part where a lot of things are revealed to me, um, through my heart space. And so when I'm having that alone time in the tub, relaxing, breathing, no music, sometimes music, sometimes not some candle lit, you know, I don't like to use the light in the bathroom, we'll just have candles lit and some incense, maybe a little Palo Santo, Epsom salt, you know, and it's just a nice deep dive into myself um, every evening and it's also very cleansing too not only for my physical body but for my mental and emotional spiritual space as well because our body is because I'm able to remedy anything during that day that I may you know maybe lingering somewhere in my subconscious mind a lot of that a lot of times that stuff will get remedied and cleared out because I am doing that inner work and taking that time to devote to my self-care and my self-love and that way the guilt and any shame that possibly was trying to creep in, be it from myself or someone else, doesn't even have the opportunity to get in the door. And so, yeah, those are my three ways of how I have healed it and have been healing it. Um, now we are on phase eight, I would say there's phases to this, there's phase one, two, three, and I feel like we're on phase eight. And I'm saying that's my, my own personal um measurement post if you will because she's eight now and so I feel like every year of life we're going to go through different phases and so different healing different levels different you know growth and things and so yeah we're on phase eight and um yeah things are actually getting a lot better um the fact that I'm maybe even even able to speak about this stuff and just be at ease like and before my heart would be racing out of my chest and I wouldn't be able to speak coherently um but that's not the case here. So I definitely know that this is a good, um, like I said, it's good within my heart and it's good within my soul. And I know that I'm ready to really allow myself to speak freely about things that I think that are very important that a lot of moms don't either want to or they don't feel comfortable or they don't feel like they have a voice. So yeah, so with that, moms, let me know how you feel. Um, have you dealt with mom guilt? How are you dealing with it? Um, how, what have you found that's helped you do if, if any of the three things that I shared that have had, that have been beneficial for me, if you want to try them out for yourself and see how they work, or if you want to remix it and make it your own, um, let me know. I would love to hear from you. Also, um, as I spoke about phases, um, speaking of phases, um, the next episode will be about phases of mommyhood as I've coined it. And, um, that's a very good topic. I feel that just talks about the different life stages of becoming a mom as well as your children or your child and how those um 
are very interconnected and how we are going to go through different phases that I don't think a lot of moms either were aware of or maybe just weren't prepared for or maybe we just didn't just didn't know so I kind of wanted to share some stories and some insights around that um so if you want to go ahead and listen to that over there you may do so and um yeah that's all I had for today thank you so much again for listening and I look forward to connecting with you all in the near future Thank you.